For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by estate and business organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Kathleen Zemanski, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today we're talking with Elise Kay on launching your product from conception all the way through to market. We're going to have tons of tips for you uh, from the business perspective as well as my classical feng shui um, tips to boost your results. I'm, I'm just so excited to have my guest on this week. I had a chat with her uh, earlier today and we were talking a little bit about her Um, wonderful lines that she's bringing to market. So let me tell you just a little bit about her. She spent her career leading innovation and marketing teams, launching dozens of brands and hundreds of product lines. Recent successes include turnaround of the four paw brand for Central Garden and Pet, the launch from ground up of the House of Marley brand from Hometics, and the expansion of licensed brands for Black & Decker. Elise is the founder and CEO of Bloom Bras, as well as AHA, product solutions. Her philosophy is that innovation can and should come from anywhere. She holds several dozen patents. Elise also is a contributing author of the Product Manager's Handbook. And in free time, she is a certified fitness teacher and enthusiast. So I want to welcome you to the show, Elise. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's, it, I'm very excited about what you're bringing to the table in the world. So, and I know you have a lot to share with the audience, but why don't we just kind of start out with, you know, tell us like the, the big reason of why you do what you do. Absolutely. For me, I get excited about finding solutions. So innovation really should, as you had mentioned, should come from anywhere, but normally it comes from finding a problem and Seeking out solutions, it doesn't mean reinventing the wheel. Oftentimes I find with my clients that they are, uh, they get stuck because they want to be the next big thing. And oftentimes it's really just finding a simple solution and bringing it to market. So I work with people everywhere from figuring out what that big idea should be all the way through bringing on designers, engineers, and helping them to find a manufacturing partner. Because oftentimes... Uh, even just talking to a manufacturer, you find that there's something simple that can be done to improve on a product, and those tend to be the most successful ones on the marketplace. Got it. And is this under the umbrella of your AHA product solutions? So this is. This is under my AHA product solutions. So separately, I found a, a, a problem that I was having was locating the proper sports bra, And so for years and years and years, I've been sitting waiting for somebody to do this. And finally, uh, 
oh, about seven months ago, I said, all right, well, if nobody else is doing this, I'm going to take it into my own hands literally and create it Bloom Bras, which is a fully adjustable sports bra line. Okay. So why don't we, why don't we talk a little bit about the, the Bloom Bras because it is a, a it is a, a very unique product for a very special uh, body type. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Bloom Bras and why you, why you started it? Sure. So I started it, uh, I'm a very active woman. As you had mentioned, I'm a certified yoga instructor, uh, fitness enthusiast, runner, dancer, traveler, always on the go, and uh, I could not find a sports bra that fit. So I started delving into the problem and doing some research, and I found out just how awful sports bras are that are on the market today. And so I wanted something that was breathable, adjustable, comfortable, and looked good. And so I started gathering all of this, all of these insights of what worked and what didn't work from products on the market. And this ties back into what I do a lot with my clients with AHA Product Solutions. But I, I had this whole grouping of ideas um, using materials that were not currently found in sports bras on the market. Uh, one of the big insights that I found was that underwire was just horrible for us. As a, as a general female population, um, it cuts into where your lift nodes are, and especially if you're exercising, your lift nodes need to drain. Otherwise, you get backup of toxins and things like that, which lead to terrible things such as breast cancer. The other thing is, is that underwire is a conductor of uh, radioactive waves, and what are we sitting with? Our cell phones, our laptop devices, other Wi-Fi devices. And, um, again, we're putting this next to our body. So that was a really big insight for me that I wanted to address. Another big thing for me was adjustability. So your body changes about 10% throughout the month naturally. And this has to do with hormones. It has to do with weight gain. It has to do with your body heats up because you're exercising and for somebody who's a B cup, that might not be a big deal, but somebody who is a triple D, that is a full cup size. And so, again, I wanted to address those issues. So I set out to create what I would call the perfect sports bra. I worked with a variety of designers and eventually got connected up with a woman who does all of the corsetry work for opera singers, ballerinas, and people like Oprah Winfrey, Katy Perry, and uh, Wendy Williams, just to name a few people. And she and I started talking, and uh, she loved my ideas. We partnered up and created the Bloom Bra. And I've been working with folks down at NASA to make sure that, again, from a scientific perspective, that we addressed all the issues that I was looking to address. So it's, uh, it features a patented lifting strap, an adjustable undercarriage, a zipper in the front for ease of use, and a fully breathable mesh back. Um, again, it's it's been a labor of love, and if I hadn't spent as much time as, as I did understanding what consumers wanted, I don't think I would be at this point today. But we're really excited. We launched uh, just about two weeks ago via Kickstarter, and uh, we raised our initial... Uh, our initial goal, we met in 82 hours. So it's just proved to me that there's a need for this type of product out there. Yeah. Well, you know, I can even, you know, now I, 
I am not one that needs, you know, that, that extra, you know, area, if you will. But I can tell you, I don't know whoever, I don't know whoever invented that, that Ding Sports bra must have been a male. I'm sorry. It must have been because. Oh my gosh, you're right. I know. When I, when I try to put one on, I'm like, I'm like going to throw my back out because it's like, are you kidding me? But so it's really like a contraption to get in and out of. And so I was, when I was, you know, looking at your, your Kickstarter campaign and as well as, you know, on Bloom Bras, your, your website, it, you know, just seeing the diagrams of how it was constructed and how it really, I mean, it is, you know, a, an innovation that is really busting out, you know, that we have to be, you know, smushed into to something to go work out. It's just crazy. So right, I'm really, right. and I, I hope you take this beyond the sports bra um, realm because, you know, it kind of, I never really thought about the underwire. Um, and guys, I hope you're getting something out of this as well. But I didn't really think about the the underwire being the receptor of the cell phone that's constantly near my body, maybe not on my body, right. but it's certainly, I'm surrounded right now, my studio right now, I'm surrounded by electronics. So, um, but anyway, I, 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 I hope that you have a lot of success with that. So I know this was a fun project. Would you, would you put that on the, the top of your, the funnest project that you've ever worked on? Oh my gosh, you know, this has been, it has been something that I have wanted to do for close to 20 years now. And so this has been a labor of love. It has been the most fun, but also the most uh, emotional of a journey. And I think that anybody who's in the product development space, especially when they're putting something that's their own blood, sweat, and tears out there, Nobody prepares you for the emotional journey that, that you go through. And I work with a ton of amazing entrepreneurs uh, on the product development side. And this has given me so much more insight into some of the uh, emotional roller coasters that they go through on a day-to-day basis. It's a little bit different when I work with my corporate clients um, because it's not necessarily their babies. And it's not necessarily their money that they're playing with. But it's the entrepreneurs that really uh, I give so much more credit to. Yeah, I would have to say, even in my case, you know, I can solve other people's problems so easily so because I right, I don't have that emotional connection that that you know can keep a person up at night and toiling and always trying to make it better and getting into that perfection mode and no I'm not ready to you know to to let it go or or eat or delegate and have other people on it I I see this all the time um, in the work that I do as well with my feng shui clients that it's that's that's the a huge challenge for them to be able to, you know, allow the product to come to to fruition in life um, and let other people enjoy it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we we just have a, a couple minutes here. Um, what what are some of the other challenges that people face um, when launching a product if they're um, in in that space of thinking about launching a product, what are some of the things they should keep in mind if they want to delve into being the entrepreneurial product launcher? Well, I like to think of it as, as three circles. So there's understanding what a consumer wants, understanding what a customer will actually put 
on shelf, whether that be physically on shelf or in an app store or in uh, the spa of your choice, and then what manufacturer can actually do. And so for me, it's understanding in each of those buckets what the wants and what the, uh, what the problem areas might be and mm-hmm. making sure you address them up front. So it's creating a workable plan with contingencies and there's always, always going to be an unknown. So it's understanding what those unknowns are, identifying it and planning for it. And then also making sure that all three of those buckets, that they're talking to one another. So I think that communication is so key. What I have found in so many of the projects I've worked with is oftentimes you've got marketing will come up with a great idea or an entrepreneur will come up with an amazing idea and then they bring in people. So a designer, for instance, might make a beautiful rendering, but they didn't talk to engineering. And so engineering then looks and says, well, there's no way that these components will fit into that particular rendering. Well, you've already fallen in love with that rendering, so that's a disappointment. Had you gotten the engineers involved before the conversation started with the designers so that all three were on the same page, some of those areas could have been discussed up front. And then manufacturing, bringing them in at that same conversation, it eliminates so many problems at the end. So oftentimes I find with manufacturing, they'll look at something and say, well, you want it for a specific price point? There's no way. But had we done things in this way or this way or this way, we might have gotten there quicker or we could change up the way that we're actually producing or maybe we've got a partner who would be a better fit for you. Those conversations are so important to have. And then bringing in the customer voice. So once you understand the consumer and the manufacturing side, talk to the customer. Make sure that it's something that actually they would want to put in with their mix. And, and they're so receptive. And I feel like that oftentimes cuts out some of the, the dreaded sales cycle that goes along with um, getting a new product oh. out there. Okay, Elise, I'm going to have to interrupt. We're going a little over time on our first break. I would like to take this opportunity to thank my proud sponsors, E&B Organizers, a reliable organizing firm that's insured and bonded to handle all your estate and business organizing needs. To learn more about E&B Organizers, go to the banner or click on enborganizers.com. Stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui. We'll be right back after this short break. To business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. 
Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a 5 Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski, and we're joined today by Elise Kay, and we're talking about how to successfully launch your product. And what we were talking about before we went to break was the challenges that people face when they're trying to bring a product to launch. And you were going, if you could just recap those, I think we had to go a little quick over to, to get to break. If you can recap those real quick for us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, again, to me, the, the biggest challenges are making sure that you've got a plan in place and that you are the communication over communication and then over over communication are part of that plan. So I always make sure that I've got everything in writing. I follow up with a phone call and oftentimes we'll make sure that, uh, that all parties are at one point or another face to face so that you understand the challenges, you understand what the goals are and as a team you can work towards that together. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And I see that, you know, I see this as well when I'm working with, you know, developers like the the feng shui client that is building from scratch or is moving walls and they have these ideas and it's the exact same thing that you're talking about. If they would have moved the wall on paper, it would have made a lot more sense. So, you know, bringing on, you know, the feng shui consultant early on and as you said, just have everybody be in communication with each other. It's also not only a time saver, it's a, a, you know, a money saver as well. And then, you know, certainly, you know, the, the frustration that, you know, people would eliminate if they would just go through the, the right protocol there. So, so in your opinion, when you're looking at all of the products that come across um, and, and, you know, maybe you can tell us um, some products that you wouldn't like, no, I wouldn't even like dare go there to try to bring that because it didn't make any sense. But what are some of the special products that you have brought to uh, market to help people? So I, I've had the pleasure of working on a very, very wide variety of products. So everything from paper shredders to speakers to full lines of dog products 
to uh, the world's first vibrating mascara. It's it's been a a, a pleasure of a career. When I look back on uh, on the past twenty years and think about some of the projects I've worked on, some of them make me giggle. Some of them I'm just amazed at the success, and others you kind of scratch your head and wonder why they didn't they didn't work at all. One of my favorite products I've ever worked on, projects I've ever worked on, uh, was also my biggest failure at market. And it was an expensive failure. It was for uh, Black & Decker, and it was a paper shredder. And so one of the things that we, as a company, were trying to accomplish was that we found that people wanted paper shredders for their home. Oftentimes, they pull out a paper shredder if they had an event in their life, so say it's tax time, or they are moving, or they unfortunately had a death in the family, or on the positive side, they got married. There was usually an event that spurred on a whole bunch of paper shredding. Mm -hmm. And so they would pull the paper shredder out from a closet, take it out of the box, shred it, and eventually, and oftentimes, they would break that paper shredder because they didn't realize how much they were actually going to be shredding. So our goal was to get that paper shredder off of that shelf or out from outside of the closet. So we wanted to understand why the uh, why this was happening. So we did an ethnographic study, and we went into the homes of some users of paper shredders to get down to the bottom of why were they keeping their paper shredder in a closet. We found that there were several things. One is they were fearful. So paper shredders typically have exposed blades. So they were fearful that if that paper shredder got knocked over, uh, somebody was going to, a child was going to walk by and cut themselves, or a pet, or a, uh, on the flip side, it was just not attractive. So they didn't want to keep it out. It was big. It was bulky. Oftentimes, it was a black box. And so... We said, how do we solve these problems? Another big challenge was is that people hated emptying the paper shredder. So we set out to develop the world's first uh, fully enclosed blade paper shredder. And I was working with some amazing, amazing designers and engineers. We were playing around with what could and could not be changed. And the, the shredder head, which hasn't changed in, well, I don't know, 30-plus years, we said, we don't want to change this right now, so what can we do to fix this? Started playing around with it, playing around with it, and finally somebody said, well, what if we mounted it on the wall? I said, well, nobody really wants to mount one on the wall, but when we look at it that way, we see a big circle surrounding the shredder head. What if we turn that vertically? And so we created the world's first vertical paper shredder, which meant, again, fully enclosed blades. It meant that it sat on a base that was like a funnel, so when you emptied that paper shredder, the shreds would literally pour out like water, and it looked like a beautiful sculptural piece of art. We had everybody just was so excited about this, won every design award out there. We had all of the major retailers fighting to who gets to put it on first, and when it got to the shelves, nobody bought it. And we what? couldn't figure out why we did all the research behind it. And it was that people just didn't understand that this was a paper shredder. It was big. It looked like a big sculptural 
beautiful piece that you'd put in your home, but not necessarily a functional piece. And so I use that example because it was one of my favorite projects because everybody was talking with one another and the customers were involved and everybody was excited about this project, but we left out a big piece there and that was understanding what a consumer would buy. Mm, very interesting. Because I'm like, I'm listening all along the way and it's like, I want one, I want one. Right. So it didn't even make right. it to the marketplace. So that, so that, that last piece of consumer education, maybe it needed to be a, uh, um, one of those television, um, you know, infomercial spots things or whatever. So, so I got to ask you though, you, you mentioned a vibrating mascara. mascara. One. Do, do we, do we really need that over the paper shredder though? But it, did that so, make it? Again, that was for Estee Lauder, and Estee Lauder came out with it, and it did phenomenal for many years. So, yes, that actually put them back on the map. It got them a a ton of new customers. So the main reason why you'd want to have a vibrating mascara is it gives you even flow. So, you know, when you're you're putting mascara on, oftentimes you get the clumps or you Mm -hmm. can't separate your eyelashes. This did that for you. So it was a simple product, and it was one that really resonated with the luxury consumer. Well, I can see that, you know, and Estee Lauder being able to add that extra, you know, dollar point on there and for as much as the little battery would, but, you know, I get it. I mean, today when I was putting absolutely, on my mascara, absolutely. it's, it's a two. Or like it's one, a, of, one of my more recent clients is um, a company called Mason Bottle, and the the product just launched a couple of weeks ago. The woman who launched it is uh, an entrepreneur slash mom. When she was pregnant with her first baby, they were living in an apartment. They were lacking storage space, and they wanted to. They knew all the challenges that were out there with plastic, so they really wanted to use glass bottles. Glass bottles are expensive and um, take up a lot of space. So they started looking around their house, and they found that they they do a lot of canning and jarring, and uh, they found that mason jars actually came in the same size as baby bottles. So then they went out, and they searched, and they found a couple of nipples that they could jimmy up to actually fit on top of the mason jar. And what was great about it was that you could use the same jar to freeze the milk, to feed the child, to then store the milk, and then you have a product both before as well as after. So the environmental story was there. And they came to me and said, we, we think that we're on to something, but we're not quite sure how to get from this Frankenstein prototype that we pulled together in our kitchen to a product that we could actually get onto shelf. And so, again, we worked together uh, for several months to understand what we could and couldn't do, what was important, for instance, made in the USA, much more important on a product like that than in some of the consumer electronics that you see on the shelf today. Uh, And so the product launched to great fanfare a couple weeks ago, and um, it's so exciting to see it actually on the shelves today. I bet. That's very gratifying for you. I'm sure that is when you put all that, that emotion uh, into into a product like that and, and you know, just really helping people all along the way. I, it, I'm sure the products at some 
some turn of events become yours as well because you put so much emotion behind it. Absolutely, absolutely. I always say that for me walking through, the, the most gratifying experience is walking through a store because so many of the products I work on actually do do have a, a retail tie-in. Walking through a store and being able to point to products and then seeing them in somebody's basket, to me, there is nothing more exciting in my life than, than that feeling. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Well, we we certainly need more people like you, and I'm I'm really excited about um, you sharing some other tips with us about, you know, you know how we're gonna you know get involved in product development and what makes a product special. But we're gonna do that um, after we take a break. So stay tuned for more on illuminating feng shui. When we come back, we're gonna continue our conversation with Elise K and how to successfully launch your product. We'll be back in just a few minutes. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome 
Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski. I hope you enjoyed that last segment. We're talking about how to successfully launch your product, and we're here with Elise Kay. And Elise, we were talking um, about you know how you know the the challenges um, that you have come across with with uh, bringing products and some of the extraordinary products that you also worked on. Uh, that that uh, paper shredder was certainly an interesting uh, product. I'm sorry I didn't see it, but anyway. So <laughs> when you're when you're you know looking at products to develop, what you know what are some of the things that will make a product special if somebody's thinking about inventing? Well, Ken, I think it's it's oftentimes the most simple innovations. When you think about products that you have fallen in love with in your own personal space, in your home, in your office, and what you think about uh, why those come to top of mind, those obviously all solve the problem or address a specific issue that you as a consumer were having. And so the most successful products that I've ever worked on have always been answering a need not necessarily developing for the sake of development. So I think as a world of entrepreneurs and as a world of consumers, tying those together and finding the... uh, The name of my company is AHA Product Solutions because it's really about finding that AHA moment and finding that AHA solution in every product that we touch as well as any product that goes forward into the uh, development process. You know, there, uh, I would have to say that I've come up with um, several ideas in my life, and then I'll I'll see it. You know, maybe you know I'll do like an internet search or something, and I'm like, oh gosh, it's already invented. But you know what? That's probably that's probably not a good um, philosophy to take because there's how many you know different beauty skincare lines out there that there's something different within each and every product or packaging or person that you're, you know, serving, if you will, you know, as in pocketbooks or lifestyles or whatever. So, um, you know, serving a need has been, you know, a couple of the ideas that I have thought, oh, that would be a great idea. And then, you know, I start, you know, working on the idea, but it doesn't really, I, you know, I, then I see that it's, it's, uh, you know, maybe some rendition is already out there. So it's like, oh, why bother? But have you ever worked with anybody like that? And, you said, no, we really should take this to market? Oh, absolutely. I think validating throughout the, the product development process is one of the most important things that people can do. Um, we have a tendency to always think that our baby is the most beautiful baby out there, and, mm-hmm. and that's a wonderful quality, but sometimes our baby is not necessarily uh, going to sell, and that's at the end of the day you want your products to bring joy to as many people out there as possible. So for me, it's all about validation. So it's validation, again, with consumers, with customers, and with stakeholders along the way. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be something that is overblown and expensive, especially in this day and age of the Internet and information. It's pretty easy to, to get validation and to iterate and make changes along the way, but you want to put out there the perfect product. 
So, you know, you when when you started um, Bloom Bras, I mean, there, you know, I know that you you saw absolutely the need for it. And, you know, you probably had personal reasons yourself for, you know, getting benefit from from the line itself. So, what you know, what what was it that, you know, when you started doing that particular line that you got into that you felt like, OK, this is that special product that I'm going to be bringing to market? So for me, I was, I spent many, many years waiting because I know the blood, the sweat, and the tears that go into bringing a product through the development process and into market. And it is, it is not a slow process. It is a tedious, arduous, emotional process. So for me, I kept coming back to this business plan that I had written in 1999 and saying, how do I create the product that is going to work for me? And if it works for me, is it going to work for other people? And so my story, I'll, I'll try to condense it as, as short as possible, but uh, when I started doing the research, I found out just how awful sports bars are. Um, and so I wanted something that didn't look like a typical sports bar didn't function like a typical sports bra. And so I started talking to as many people and gathering information from them on what they liked, what they didn't like, um, what products were their favorite products. Uh, and what time and time I kept hearing was that there's nothing good out there that's nothing that fits, which was my experience as well. And so I said, let's scrap all of that, let's go to the drawing board, and let's bring in folks who are not currently in this space. So I tied up with a woman who does all the corsetry work for opera singers, Oprah Winfrey, Aretha Franklin, Katy Perry, several other folks who need to make sure that while they might be big-chested, um, that they are able to move and breathe and function in the dress or the costume or in, our, in my case, the sports bra. I also worked with a lot of the folks down at NASA to make sure that from a scientific perspective that we were hitting all of the points. So again, so uh, the no underwire piece, we wanted to, to use compression materials and breathable meshes so that the, the sports bra could breathe with you and change with you as your body was changing. It's got a patented lifting strap and an adjustable cup so that, again, it changes with your body. One of the things that was a great piece of information for me was your body changes about 10% per month. And I know this is more specific to your female readers, but for a B cup, that's not so much. But for a triple D, that's a full cup size. And so that was really important for me as a consumer to find something that fit my need as well as made me look good because... There's tons and tons of scientific research that shows that if you feel like you look good, you're going to feel better. You're going to want to work out more. So again, right. my goal is to uh, to get as many of these people to be in the bloom bra and to um, give us feedback before we go into production, which is actually happening in December. Cool. So how did you get involved in product development? It's an interesting story. So I started my career in marketing and in PR, and I was working for this company, company that makes lava lamps, and they had 
They hit on an amazing product. They did all the right things with protecting themselves legally with patents, etc. And the product sold itself. So they really never did anything from a marketing perspective. And they were able to fend off all their competitors by threatening lawsuits. But the patents were about to come up and they hired me to come in and uh, basically set up a marketing plan for them. I was very young at the time and went home that weekend and created this massive, massive marketing plan of ways that they could expand their distribution, one of which being licensing, because at the time the company wasn't really doing much, and came in, presented it, and they said, great, go at it, have fun. And so being uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I took them up on their word, and I contacted folks like Coca-Cola and Harley-Davidson and some other pretty large brands and said, hey, you guys should really create a lava lamp with your brand on it, which ended up being an, an amazing uh, stream of revenue for the company. One of the phone calls was to New Line Cinema, which was about to come out with the next Austin Powers movie. So I know I'm dating myself when I say that, but they were, they were getting ready and the franchise had been doing very well. And they said, well, can we get little Austin Powers to float around in the lava lamp? And I said, that's a great question. Let me get back to you on that. Went down to our R&D scientists, which if I could set the stage, you can almost imagine they were in this dungeon lab and nobody ever came and talked to them. And so they were so excited. They thought maybe I was going to be bringing them pizza and donuts, but instead I brought them this idea of could we get little Austin Powers to float around? Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, we worked together, marketing, sales, and R&D, as well as our manufacturing partner, and said, well, we can't get Austin Powers to float around, but what can we do? Could we potentially get the male-female symbol, or could we potentially get uh, some of the characters in glitter or whatnot? And what we found was that we could get glitter to float in a random pattern similar to a love lamp. And... That year, the Glitter Lamp launched, while it was not the Austin Powers one, we launched it under the Lava Lamp name, and it outsold, I believe, Lava Lamps that year, uh, first year out. Um, And to me, I fell madly in love at that point in time with this Mm -hmm. process of product development and of bringing together people. I always tell folks... I'm not really good at anything. I'm not a designer. I'm not an engineer. I, I don't know how to, uh, how to sew, but I can get people together and make sure that everybody's vision is heard. And that's, um, that's what's made me successful in product development. Wow, that's that's amazing. Uh, we, you and I were talking uh, again earlier this day, and and you were asking me about my business, and I said I feel like a detective because it's it's like taking the pieces of a person's astrology, and and then how do we fit them within you know their space so that they have the most vibrant energies that they can be using? And I feel like a detective, and you know yours yours is is kind of a similar thing. It's like what are the pieces of the, this puzzle to solve the solution, and uh, you know maybe being in a laboratory code or something would be a better description of it but it just seemed like that's you know the fun in uh, fun part that you're you're doing with the business um, side of it to make it you know interesting as well so um, where where do you get your your best in- inspiration or ideas you know I think 
I think they come from everywhere. Sometimes it's it's simply walking around outside. Sometimes it's you're using a product, you're you're brushing your hair or you're vacuuming or you are working on a client project and you say, if only I had something that did fill in the blank. There you go. This one thing is really frustrating me about this particular product. That's where the 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 uh, that's where for me I get my inspiration and from talking to people. Man, I get I I feel like you talk to enough people and you hear the most amazing ideas. Yeah. But there is this fear factor of yeah. taking that leap and actually bringing them into fruition. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to um, hold that thought and we're going to be back after a short break and my weekly feng shui tip is coming up. So don't go away. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a 5 Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. Time always goes so fast, and I can't believe we're already at the end of the program here. Uh, Elise, uh, it was just so wonderful to have you on the show today. If there was one 
last tip that you could give our listeners, what would it be? My tip would be go after it. You know, there's there are, when you think about the products that exist today, there are so many that if you saw them on a piece of paper, you would have scratched your head, but you never know unless you try. Right. Well, that's a great, great tip. So if you have an idea, don't squelch it. Um, bring it to bring it to market so we can all benefit from it. So if people want to get a hold of you or find out more about what you're up to, how can they get a hold of you? Visit us on Facebook for Bloom Bras, B-L-O-O-M-B-R-A-S, or for AHA Product Solutions, visit us at www.ahaproductsolutions.com. And I look forward to hearing from some of your visitors. Yeah, it. I think, uh, well, you know, we are a global channel, so you may be hearing from people further than, than where we're, we're broadcasting from today. So thanks so, so much for being on the program today. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks for well, having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. So, but before I go into my tip today, um, obviously there was some devastating news uh, uh, that happened today. There were several earthquakes that happened, and two that were were pretty large. So, my heartfelt uh, thoughts go out to those um, who have lost so much in Italy due to the earthquake today. I spent a lot of time because I lived in Italy and I was in that specific area that it happened. So, my my uh, thoughts and prayers go out and extended um, thoughts also to the people of Burma who are also suffering from this devastation of today's earthquake. You know, unfortunately, I did speak about the volatile fire monkey uh, year of these catastrophic events that would be happening at my annual talk at the beginning of the year. And I'm really sorry that my predictions come true. This is the time where it was like, darn it, she missed the mark. So, but this time, um, unfortunately, when you see, you know, this repeatable pattern, we know over and over again, when we see a fire on top and a monkey on the bottom, we're going to have some volatility. So, uh, and then uh, I, at the beginning of this month, uh, on an earlier show, I talked about uh, the double fire monkey of the fire monkey year, fire monkey month. And I was so compelled because it's such a strong energy this month. I did a little video on um, how this fire monkey is going to be affecting your astrology. So you may want to check that out. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Kathleen Zemanski, and um, just look up the little video that's called What's the Monkey Up To Now? Because it's just five minutes, but you may get some benefit from that. Okay, so now it's time for my weekly business astrology feng shui and timing tip. So today we talked a lot about the exciting process of launching a product from conception to marketplace and all of the things that we, you know, that that need to happen all the all along the way. So it's defining your goal, that product or service that you want to launch, that communication with teams, getting funded if that's in the process as well, and then that important launch date. So you do all of your due diligence, follow all of the business protocol why not use the powerful secret weapon that I call your competitive edge and incorporate classical feng shui? So today's topic really begs to talk about the Time Blazer business management system. The Time Blazer is based on the ancient wisdom of in, that's embedded in the Chinese calendar and that it's used to strategically in ancient times to conquer dynasties and for ultimate power. Actually, it's kind of used that way today as well. But the time blazer is going to guide you on things like, does a certain day that you choose help your endeavors or harm them? Or does that date make you money or stop the flow? Or are you going to be boosting your marketing 
uh, efforts or you're going to harm it. So selecting a good day to do the right action is, is really like having superpowers. I have my little cape on all the time when I feel like I'm choosing a good date. So, you know, this is widely used today in commerce, forging partnerships and joint ventures around the world. And so why not have access to it as well? So classical feng shui is based on a person's astrology. We're always looking at person, space, and time. And so we're we're looking at what type of opportunities are available. That's why we're looking at a person's astrology. And then with that information, a classical feng shui consultant is going to help ampl- amplify someone's fortunes by having that occupant use the most vibrant areas of an office. So, you know, positioning key people like the C's, you know, the CEOs, the CFOs, et cetera, in using the most auspicious areas, they're going to be more efficient, more productive, and more profitable. So that's kind of one of the key is. So, you know, here's where it gets super exciting. So a lot of people may know about the astrology piece and the feng shui piece, but when a company starts a project a project and they're using the time blazer or a timing system of uh, auspicious timing, this is where we can really level up the game. So when you're beginning the process of pulling together your teams, your materials, and starting to work on the project using a good day, like an initiate day, that's going to get your project off to a solid foundation. So in last week's episode, I talked about all the 12 different values, you know, like initiate and success and destruction days. So you may want to go back and listen to that as a refresher um, on the replay. But, you know, going forward, like, you know, we're using the the example of a a company bringing their product to to fruition, then we're going to reverse engineer the entire process, the entire scope of the project um, from conception and all, you know, all of your marketing plans all the way through and using auspicious dates from the start all the way to the finish. So thereby you're going to be boosting the energy of the project and the end result um, because you're, you're using this embedded code, if you will, um, that's uh, in, your, in your programming of the, of the product, if you will. So one of the most critical pieces of any launch, besides it being a great product, is that you need to make sure that it hits the market on the right day. And I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many times it saddens me to see companies put all of their efforts into a fantastic product or service, and then it falls flat in the marketplace. Because unknowingly, because I check these things, when things come out, I always look at, you know, how it's how it's uh, performing in the stock market, et cetera. Is it performing? And and what day did they choose? And nine times out of 10, it's an unstable day. And it's it's really, um, it's really sad that, that that they just didn't take that one extra step. So, but my cl- savvy clients, they, they know that if they're launching, they're going to have a good date to help them um, have a better chance. So let's face it, there's a lot of competition out there. So why not use the universal guiding principles like classical feng shui when it's really there for your asking? So, you know, this is how it's done. We're using the birth date of a key player or players. We match the business astrology with the date that holds the end result we want to accomplish. So most companies that I work with, they're looking at their P&Ls and they're going for the highest profit. Although I've worked with companies that, you know, they just want awareness, but typically it's show me the money. So the key is having the patience 
to wait for the right day and time because a lot of people it's like it's done we got to get it to market really that's the golden key there is waiting for the right time that matches you and the product and the the end result that you want which is most likely um, you know successful launch and money so um, I'm giving um, you know my listeners a you know a free copy of the month at a glance this is you know just the the front page of it there's a lot of you know intricacies that are in it but this will at least help you um, at least see some of the good days so you can get that at bit.ly forward slash free month at a glance to receive your monthly um, month at a glance there so if you're going to be launching a product try to use an auspicious date to do that well that's it for today I'd like to thank you all for listening around the world tune in next week for another exciting episode on illuminating feng shui we're going to be chatting with executive coach Johanna Lyman on corporate burnout Looks like we got some more fire monkey stuff here. So until next week, may good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by estate and business organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace.